also you saw you saw Eric Andre at the supermarket. Yeah, that, that's that's not one to start off with. He's oh, okay. literally just like, yeah, that's it's actually super it's super boring. It's just like kind of in like like a like a like a little uh, market shop, and I was just like, yeah, I'm pretty sure that dude is Eric Andre. It turns out, and like I held the door open for him, and was like, like, oh, thank you. I'm like, yeah, that's okay. So he's so he's our so he's our fucking neighbor. It's one of like it's one of just those like weird like LA thing. I'm like, yeah, that, I, I know that dude. Dude from that's TV. Crazy. Yeah. 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 I don't have. Yeah. I have a couple good celebrity encounters in, in New York and like life, but I mm-hmm. don't, um, I think the, the, the best one was I was going in to a meeting and I'm in the, like, it's, it's one of those open form, like we work kind of spaces. So I'm in the lobby, quote unquote, waiting. And this guy comes in and sits next to me and I kind of turn and it's Jesse Eisenberg. And <laughs> I'm like, in my head, I'm like, oh my god, it's Jesse Eisenberg next to me. But I'm not like a huge Eisenberg head or anything, so I'm just like, oh, that's that's cool. He is so anxious and so nervous, like visibly like, like shifting and like kind of rocking in his chair and like looking anxious. I almost started talking to him because I, I was like, I, I need you to calm down, dude. Like, I, you're <laughs> it's freaking just like, me out. It's now. just like, like emanating out of him and like in <laughs> waves. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But uh, I got called uh, to my meeting before that could happen. But I almost, I almost struck up a conversation with Jesse Eisenberg. It's probably the funniest celebrity encounter I have. Yeah, you know the weirdest ones here aren't like the people I know. It's this, it's this phenomenon. I may have told you about this. I don't remember if I talked was about the, on the pod at all. But it's like uh, it's this phenomenon I call TIGIS, like T G I S, and it's it stands for that, that guy's in stuff or that uh, that girl's in stuff. Where it's just oh. like you 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 walk you walk past somebody and you're just like. Look, they're in something. I don't know what the hell it is. Um, ah. I remember I was in an audition once. There's a guy sitting across from me, and I'm just like, "Fuck, man! I I know him from somewhere." And I assume in the back of my head, I'm like, "Oh, it has to be from like my live event stuff." I do. Like, he probably like knows somebody in the scene or whatever. And I asked him, like, "Dude, like, I, I fucking know you from somewhere. Like, I, like I I work these parties. Have you ever go to those?" He's like, "No." He's like, "No, I don't actually." He's like, "But I was on American Vandal," and I was like, "Oh." Fuck. Okay. He's like, thank you for not being like, I know you from TV, but like, you know, it's one of those things. So I'm just like, it's like those parties sound fun. Like, where the fuck did they happen? That's that's kind of rad. <laughs> and uh, uh, yeah, so that was probably the, the the weirdest one. But yeah, Tigus is fucking real out here, where because there's all sorts of people in like guest or recurring roles or whatever. You're just like, ah, oh, fuck that guy. Like, what? Uh, like, yeah. it's just like, oh, yeah, he was that one dude in Lucifer when then blah, 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 blah happened. It's like, oh, right, that guy. It makes um, the whole city it, very uncanny because that happens. Yeah. I've noticed that myself. And, like, it, with places I've noticed that in L.A. where I've driven yeah. around, I'm like, I've seen that in at least three different TV shows. I yeah, right, know. or just like, yeah. Yeah, I was just like, I couldn't tell you which ones, but I know I've seen them in TV shows. Like, it's fucking that, bizarre. That was used as a school in five different 80s movies. Oh, I yeah, know. yeah. I, I dated a girl who grew up here and uh, for a little while, and she was just like, yep, that's the church from Seventh Heaven. It's in fucking Encino, and that's that, and that was that in that movie. And it's just, like, that's <laughs> like, so insane, fucking funny. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah it's so bizarre. Um, well, but you know, you know what else is bizarre? This segue that you're getting on? The well, segue yeah, you're getting I, on? I, I, well, I was going to see, yeah. Over, yeah, over to, on. over to, yeah. God, <laughs> right, here we go. 
Uh, I was hoping that we would like kind of stave it off and just like maybe have just like a really fun thing and then just kind of like, you know, submit ourselves to talking (laughs) about this stupid fucking thing that like this car crash that we just can't nationally terrorize away from. Um, It probably won't be the only time we're talking about this phenomenon, safe to say. No, As it is evolving and changing. Yeah, you know, that's the weird part about it is that it just like seems to eat everything it seems to like anything that's thrown at it is like it's almost like like accelerationist and it's in its own way where it just kind of like uh, it absorbs any sort of conspiracy you throw at it it's just like you know you throw up the flat earth ball you know you yeah. hit it over there and it's like oh yeah we'll take that yum 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 thank you you know and you I throw up the, the fucking yeah hollow earth thing yeah yum 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 thank you we'll throw up the you know the fucking moon is a simulation oh yum 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 thank you like it's so fucking weird like it's all becoming one all roads lead to QAnon, baby that's all roads all roads lead to q yeah uh so yeah we're talking QAnon. um it's probably i mean i don't know how much we want to talk about this subject but we probably will at least touch on it in other episodes i feel like we've touched on it before um (laughs) It's, I mean, I feel like people listening probably know what we're talking about, but in case they don't, there's like a simple and a complex way to describe what QAnon is. But this, I think the simple answer is that it's uh, people believe that there is a ring of uh, child molesters and child sacrificers called the Cabal that controls the world and that um, Trump was supposed to be the kind of prophet or the, the not the prophet, the the, uh, the savior, the, the person to come along who was going to expose and arrest and execute all members of the cabal in a thing called the storm. And mm-hmm. QAnon was a very, uh, somebody with the highest like security level clearance working for the Department of Energy who was leaking documents and leaking proofs onto things like 4chan, giving people, pe- people hints of uh, things to come. And it's ballooned into much more. And that's that's the simple answer. But we'll probably the whole episode will be the complex answer of what exactly QAnon is. Yeah, and and it it, it eventually like migrated to eight chan and like yeah, it, it now it's now has its own now it has its own subreddit because it's in the mainstream now and all that shit. So, um, well, the weird thing. So this the reason we want to talk about this today is it ties into this um this weird rabbit hole that I've been going down on couple months um we i have friends in the in the personal development industry here we'll call it for lack of a better term um and uh in, in like the kind of life coaching i guess you want to if you want to use that term but personal development's a little bit more all-encompassing um and uh you know one of them in particular who you know full disclosure like she, she was like my uh, my coach for a little while and she has taken to like calling a lot of people to task about like a lot of these like super toxic fucking undercurrents that are running through supposedly like, you know, quote unquote trauma informed spaces. And I, you know, I kind of, kind of followed her lead and using kind of, but like using my conspiracy brain that I've had since I was like 10, you know, I'm just like, okay, well there's gotta be, you know, cause I'm just like, you know, something about this says like, says far right money and something about this says, you know, intelligence community, you know, interoperating on that. And of course, knowing what we know about how the intelligence community both co-opted the Jesus movement and the counterculture in the 60s, right around when this stuff came along, and also, you know, like the hippie movement, Esalen, and all that other stuff, I'm like, there's got to be threats here. And there's a couple. 
Um, there, there, there is a couple, um, and they're, but they're very, it's strange because they're very particular when it comes to the personal development industry. And, um, one of the, um, one of the most interesting kind of, uh, if I can just stop you for a second, I think that this right here, the connection at all to the personal development industry and to self-help and to the new age is like something that people don't really realize is a connection when we're talking about QAnon. Like, and I think that this is kind of why we as an occult kind of podcast or people who believe in this stuff in a, in a lot of ways why we want to put our kind of spin or our take yeah on I, I totally jumped the gun here that, that why yeah because why the fuck are we talking about this at all well yeah. it's because yeah there's a lot of like weird like occulty i mean aside the the satanic uh cabal of pedophiles aside yeah. like you know whatever there, there's there's a lot of it, it, particularly recently there's a, been a lot of alignment in the yoga influencer personal develop industry, what I like to call like the yoga bourgeoisie is kind of yeah. a good like all encompassing term. I started, for that. I started yeah. seeing that a lot during the summer personally, like just on yeah. feed and things like that. That's when I uh-huh. think that that was kind of coming into prominence. I think too, um, people. Yeah, I think that people tend to think of QAnon, even if they whether they know it, uh, they think they know it very well or they know it sort of casually. I think a lot of people hear about it and they think like, oh, that's just crazy Trump supporter nonsense. That's far right um, conspiracy theory and pay it no mind. And I think a lot of people just, just, they can just write that something as a conspiracy theory and then therefore they don't have to investigate it anymore. And mm-hmm. I think that without agreeing with QAnon, which we do not, and I think without, <laughs> uh, definitely don't. Speak for, speak for yourself. Okay, okay, I guess, yeah, yeah I'm not speaking I'm, for the I'm, podcast. I'm, I'm, selling, I'm selling this uh, industrial bleach, you know, miracle mineral solution. It cures COVID. You just got to drink it. Our yeah, brand is tactical flashlight. Coming to uh, our God. store. Um, but yeah, I, I think that, um, yeah, that doesn't really do the people who are in it, I think, justice, and it doesn't, it misses what QAnon really is and what it represents and the, the, the stupidity and fear that we should be giving it therein. Um, if that makes sense. Anyways, that's our lead in. That's kind of where we're, we wanted to put our take on this and our spin on it. So anyways, Owen, you were talking about your personal link to this through the personal development industry and how you see that kind of contributing to QAnon and other far right conspiracy thought. Well, I, w- I wouldn't call it a personal link. It was just like this weird little fucking rabbit hole. You like this personally kind of... created QAnon. And this is I've been found out. I've been had. I've been had. I am Q. Um, <laughs> I am Q. No, I am Q's brother, R. Um, Q, Q's, Q's more handsomer and, and, Today, and, and, more, and more fascist brother. Today's um, episode is brought to you by the letter Q. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> Don't, don't don't you dare drag the name of Sesame Street through the mud. How dare you destroy an American icon? Uh, yeah, no, I watch you say that now. Oh, and oh, us 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 being fucking counts. prophets of doom that we are is like, like it's just gonna, like it's just gonna be cute shit on Sesame Street now. Like, like Oscar the Grouch is innocent. Like yeah, Oscar the Elmo Grouch just has gets committed canceled. crimes. Yeah, I, I just it's fucking cookie monster. He's he's wearing a cube. Pen, the world is hell. Cookies, blah, blah, blah. okay, that's <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, cu- cookies with a Q though. He's 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 mm-hmm. he's cukey monster. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> no, hold on. I have to roll with cukey monster. I have to at least try Ew, for my own sanity. Cukey monster, just like 
We love cookies and taking down the deep state. Nom, 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 nom. We pedophiles will Your children this. have some chocolate chip cookies with miracle mineral solution. It cures COVID. Nom, 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 nom. Disclaimer, not safe for pregnant women or anyone. Nom, 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 nom. COVID is a hoax. Hold on, sons. COVID is a hoax. Um, but, uh... Go <laughs> outside without your mask. Just your grandparents. <laughs> um, no, the, uh, fucking... <laughs> don't ever make me do that again. It's terrifying. <laughs> um, that the, uh... <laughs> I, I hope I didn't awaken. I hope I didn't awaken some some demon that's been living inside of me. Uh, God. Anyway, the uh, I, I had to investigate it, didn't I? God damn it! Anyway, no, I just I've just been fucking bored and and you know chain smoking during COVID and uh, you know against my better judgment. And I, one of the things I kind of stumbled upon via some friends who had been talking about particular. Just particular practices in the personal development industry and why they're just like fucking weird. And uh, yeah, and when we're really supposed to be helping people, but really you're just like fucking re traumatizing them more. And I'm like, well, you know, that kind of sounds like something the intelligence community would know about. And uh, yeah, lo and behold, I, uh, I stumbled again, there wasn't a whole lot. There's just like some very particular things about very particular people. Um, when we, when we look at, um, when we look at the history of what we call personal development, I guess um, what I think most people think of like, you know, you, you get in a, you, you get in a fucking shitty uh, convention hall at a hotel and you get a bunch of people together and they like, you know, kind of like feel good about themselves. And then they kind of start like talking to each other about their problems in this weird fucking bizarre, like brutally honest way, you know? And uh, I mean, there's this thing called uh, large group awareness training called L or LGAT for short, okay. which um, if you're familiar again with, with uh, that, the one plot line in the Americans where, where uh, one of them gets into EST and they're all kind of like sitting in a room, just like yelling at each other and just like right. saying the most horrible fucking things they possibly can. Yeah. Um, the, um, the landmark form would also qualify as one of those. If anybody's familiar with their practices. Yeah. Um, the, so that. Um, that was kind of a starting point, and I'm going to give a lot of credit to uh, 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 Visup, who's a blog that's run by a guy named uh, who writes under the pseudonym Recluse, who is uh, one of the better like parapolitical researchers that I found, who's not like you know a total like right wing nut job. He's a really cool dude. Um, um, I want to okay. I this is also a good article, but I want to call attention very briefly. Owen sent me a bunch of links. This is Owen's baby. This episode. And he sent me a bunch of links to to read and to do research on beforehand. And I did. I did my research. And in my research, I'm on this website. And there was a there's a link on the side to the farm's official store and a book called A Special Relationship. And it is the cover. Oh, it's of about the, Epstein. Yeah. The cover of the book is two very hot women in Mason bikinis tying up and whipping another hot girl on a chair i think uh getting her interested in the, joining the new world order so all i'm saying is that it's a documentary i would watch i hope <laughs> I it's made it, into a documentary someday if, that I if, 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 if you're gonna make a conspiracy documentary make it sexy i mean let's be real let's be I fucking mean, real <laughs> the idea of two hot mason women with like the the literally the 
apron being the bikini, just whipping this girl in the basement of Little St. James. I, it tickles me. Yeah, yeah. And, and again, with the, uh, the usual caveats that, you know, like uh, surround conspiracy circles in general and all that shit. But I, I really liked this particular series that he was doing about like the far right kind of high weirdness and uh, and how they kind of like came to power in the sort of unelected deep state bureaucracy kind of way, right? Um, and one of the one of the article, yeah, it's called uh, the the series is called Fringe: The Strange and Terrible History of the Far Right and High Weirdness, and this is from Part Seven. So he in in this he yeah a link a link and and he um. I, he uh, starts by talking about, about a guy named Werner Erhardt, who uh, is like a, a name that people should be very familiar with because Werner Erhardt started um, EST, which is, um, I actually forget, we're going to cut this out because I f- totally fucking forgot. Erhardt Seminars Training. That's what it stands for. Totally fucking forgot. Anyway, so Erhardt Seminars Training, yeah. Did he a have a connection very... to another group in history, Owen? Yeah, yeah. It, 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 like literally, this the, the fucking last letter changed. Yeah. So, so Werner Erhard's real name was Jack Rosenberg, and he was a he was a door to door salesman in Illinois, and he uh, got he got caught up in a, he got caught up in uh, in an organization called uh, called Mind Dynamics, which was started by a dude named Alexander Everett, and Alexander Everett um, was a student of a guy named uh, Jose Silva, who did the Jose Silva mind control method, which was kind of this weird like. Uh, uh, Project Stargate sort of like agglomerated uh, version of stuff, he, which is funny, like, he actually tried to sell them the government in the 60s and they rebuffed him, which is really funny. Um, so, so, or did they? Yeah. yeah, so Alexander Everett is this guy who is, um, he's like, he's like a big mind cure person. And he's just like, oh, you can improve your IQ just by, you know, changing your, your mental behavior, mm-hmm. or you can, you know, cure diseases or, you know, improve your life, blah, blah, blah. Um, uh, but in this in this same kind of circle, there's another guy named uh, William Penn Patrick, and we'll get back to him later. But like Werner Erhardt, for, for people who don't know, he's a huge name in the personal development industry. Kind of started the mainstream personal development industry as we know it today, and he was a huge influence on on uh, Tony Robbins among others. And EST was was this organization again where we're like one of the one of the the, the, the the tenets was radical honesty. And it was like people people would get in a, you know, they'd get into a large room together and they would um, get incredibly vulnerable about like the things in their life that were uh, that that were bothering them. And they would yeah, they're just like, you know, or, or incredibly vulnerable about the things that bothered them about the other people in the room. So if like some guy, for example, he's just like, you know, he'll scream at some woman like, no, you look like a slut. You remind me of my ex-wife. My ex-wife was a slut and all women are slut, blah, blah, blah. And so they would just sit there and scream at each other. And this was supposed to be therapeutic. Um, you, know, you know, again, some people will be like, oh, they, it, it helped me. And I'm like, yeah, in certain situations, it probably would. But like, you know, you can yeah. see where, where, where you might have some problems. All, therapy, all therapeutic methods work for someone. Yeah, right. Exactly. So, so there's so in in all of this, there are um, there's a couple of other uh, there's a couple of other uh, characters. Um, uh, one of the guys who was a silent partner in this mind dynamics organization was a guy named William Penn Patrick, and this dude's like fucking really interesting. He was like basically like this far right sugar daddy who also again in the sense that he bankrolled a lot of stuff. That's why he's yeah. important. But what he- de- um, What decades are we talking here for the focus? This is, like, this is like this is like the mid-70s. Okay. 
uh, it's like the, 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 the 60s and the 70s. And he, so Patrick also started as a door-to-door salesman. And he invented this company called Holiday Magic. Now, Holiday Magic, if anybody has ever been to law school or done any kind of criminal justice, yeah, (laughs) if you've done any of these criminal justice coursework or whatever, they've studied Holiday Magic. It was one of the earliest and most notorious examples of a pyramid scheme um, in in American history. So it's it's a huge case study of corporate scams in general. And so, what holiday magic? So essentially, so essentially, yeah. This so like he at the bottom of the pyramid, there are these people who have like bought the distribution rights to like large amounts of let's say like uh, Stay Pro motor oil additives was one of them, or fucking like it's mostly cosmetics. It's mostly like you know face cream and and lotion. So they just have like garages full of boxes of lotion that they can't sell. Kind of like similar to people do with Herbalife, right? This mm-hmm. is kind of like the, uh, the the framework for that. And uh, at the top of the pyramid is fucking William Penn Patrick, who was worth $200 million, uh, lived on a 6,000-acre ranch just north of San Francisco. And, and, and this is true, spent most of his time repairing and flying vintage military aircraft. He was like an ultra-conservative guy. He, he ran against Ronald Reagan to try to out-Reagan Reagan in the... Um, in, in the, uh, this was in 1966, and uh, he uh, he eventually uh, was nominated for uh, the uh, for the, the vice president ticket in 1967 for, and this is true, the California Theocratic Party, which was a thing. So that's how fucking far right this dude was. Ah. To give you any, to 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 give you any, um, to give you any backstory on that. So Patrick, um, Patrick. Uh, also had a uh, he he didn't found it but he owned it uh, this this organization called Leadership Dynamics that's like the third major organization of this of this whole thing and Leadership Dynamics was a fucking shit show um, it's founded by this guy named Gene Church who um, who uh, he basically. Uh, and, and Patrick also spouted some of this too, where like the necessity to differentiate between selfishness and greed. Selfishness is a normal and necessary human quality that everyone has and uses. If we as individuals were not selfish, we would not ever have anything. Selfishness to Patrick meant that you want something and you were willing to work to get it. Greed, on the other hand, is an extension of selfishness to the point of wanting something nothing so essentially these people were it's very similar to nexium had a lot of stuff going on too yeah. right and this is what you see this all the time in personal development where yeah. it's just like there's no such thing as selfishness like you you, you literally just like if you want something you take it and well, like those the like that is power right it is i mean i think it's that people there are just certain ways to manipulate people and you can put different words around it and you can put different terms from your different organization around it but at the end of the day, there are certain things that make people feel protected and loved and, and, and cherished and safe. And there are certain things that make people feel unsafe and bad and guilty. And if you know how to play those things, you can manipulate people because it's like, I don't want to be, I don't want to be too reductivist and say like all people are the same because that's not true either, but they're just psychology is a thing and you can pull those strings i think pretty adeptly like we haven't evolved that much in the last couple thousand years it's the same stuff that's been happening for that same amount of time you know yeah and and i also want to like make a quick correction here so so gene shirts was a guy who 
He was a Mind Dynamics employee who actually joined a class action lawsuit against Leadership Dynamics. And uh, what the thing that the, uh, the little passage I just quoted was actually from a book of his called The Pit, which he wrote Ooh. with a guy uh, named Conrad D. Carnes. And um, so, yeah, uh, so, yeah. Uh, um, so, so what would happen in Leadership Dynamics? And I also want to qualify that if you were in Holiday Magic and wanted to move up to like, you know, like the higher tiers of all, you had to take courses with leadership dynamics. And this was like a thousand dollars, which this was the seventies. Yeah. So that's a lot of, that's like, that's like fucking like four or $5,000 today, right? Mm-hmm. It's a lot of money. So basically they would do in leadership dynamics is you would, you would have to sign a waiver and, uh, and then people kind of, what happened was basically um, the, what Recluse describes as a cross between like basic training and a fight club. Right. Um, if anybody has ever um paid attention to some of the uh, troubled teen institutions that have this have this this concept called the pit where everybody fucking gathers around you and two people just beat the shit out of each other mm-hmm. like at random yeah. that's what this comes from. it comes from this oh. um, yeah it comes from this um so uh if i if, if i may this is um, from a book called outrageous betrayal by stephen pressman um uh, the leadership dynamics course had become the target of lawsuits brought by participants who had signed up only to find themselves the unwitting victims of cruel physical and emotional abuse. In some cases, instructors ordered participants into closed coffins. Others were hung onto large wooden crosses for hours at a time. Still others were forced to take off all their clothes while fellow participants taunted them with cruel insults. In one session, a man was forced to perform fellatio on an artificial penis while women attending a separate leadership, leadership dynamics class were brought in to watch. Um, yeah, I'm so just like- i cut you off right there. That sounds pretty hot. <laughs> I, I, it sounds like a normal Saturday night for me, but you know, back in the 70s- Under certain fucking, circumstances, you know, some of the things you listed off there, not too bad. <laughs> yeah, but, but you know, not what people were expecting. Yeah, no. yeah, and then there that's was you, know, you, but that's that's where Owen, that's how we would infiltrate a group like this. I like this. Um, let me whip people. This is great. Um, I'm only no, but, getting more horny when you do this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, and this is pretty great. When asked about simulated sex with an artificial penis, Patrick responded, well, to put it bluntly, there are a lot of men that come to class that have forgotten how to use theirs in their marriage. Um, I mean, look, who's amongst us, right? Who's amongst us hasn't been super just sad (laughs) and single for a long time? I'm going to shut up about my... I'm gonna shut up. <laughs> no, it's 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 fine. Um, yeah. So so I just so I yeah. So so one of the yeah one of the interesting things about this is like again, when you look at people, when you look at like personal development lineages of people, folks who are very influential in the space, and obviously like you know some of these, I mean, this doesn't really it doesn't happen everywhere but the fact that these are the underlying principles that like this kind of like people were okay with this kind of behavior and thought it was therapeutic in, in some in some way shape or form Normal this kind of cruelty. like yeah this kind of weird like randian sort of like cruelty right um you, you kind of like that comes out in modern personal development i mean it came out again neck using nexium as an example like of fucking uh, uh what other books name do Keith Raniere was a huge Ayn Rand fan. Yeah. And you see a lot of those kind of 
you know, I am my own microcosm. There is nothing else outside of me kind of thing going on. And it's really easy to fucking, uh, oh yeah, Werner Erhard was also a former Scientologist, but I, you know, I don't, I don't know I enough about, it, yeah, yeah, Scientology policy to comment on that, but yeah. Um, I was, it was weird because as you were saying that, I was like, this sounds a lot like Scientology because there's a thing because yep. it's like the e-meters and having to tell your secrets to other people, like that yeah. kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But also yeah. I think that there's, there's something to be said for while maybe not all of the people that we've mentioned would call themselves fascists, I mean, some of them I think did, but like, while not all of them would have called themselves fascists, like, uh, it's important to understand that like a core component of fascistic ideology is that life is pain and life is suffering. And it's about embracing suffering with like a certain stoicism and like uh, treating that as like a masculine virtue that is to be, uh, you know, inculcated into the population. And it is not, like light, you are not supposed to expect good things from life. You are supposed to expect suffering, and you are only the, the strong man and the strong woman are, are there to like take on the burden of that suffering and meet it head on. And I think that that is like the key difference between good self help and bad self help is like mm-hmm. how where does suffering feature as a is suffering a uh, do they view suffering as a foundation of the world? Or they, do they view it as one of, of many things that exist in the world that needs to be dealt with? And like that maybe joy or happiness could be replaced as a basis for the world, right? Yeah, I think yeah. That that's the difference between going to like a good therapist or going to a good self-help course or going on a good spiritual path and like going down the dark side, right? Like that's right. kind of the basic, that's the basic question I would say for people to ask themselves when they're analyzing these kind of ideologies. Um, yeah, or 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 even like if they're just like looking into uh, like like if they're looking into like a business seminar. Say, yeah, because like like as like you know bi- like business groups are not immune to this. No. Um, also, yeah. So like you, you really, again, the reason I mentioned you know William Penn Patrick and leadership dynamics and all this shit is that uh, again it, it very heavily influenced EST. And EST influenced a lot of people. So again, there's there's all kinds. Of, and, and when it comes to far right stuff, just as an aside, um, uh, William Penn Patrick was tight with Robert DePew, who was the founder of the Minutemen. Who, uh, if you do, if, if you don't know who the Minutemen are, they were like the first big, like right wing militia movement in the U.S. Um, or, or of the Cold War era, at least. And um, yeah, so. And the Minutemen would eventually become like posse commentatas and essentially, yeah, and three percenters and mix like Christian identity stuff in there too. Uh-huh. So, and, and, and also, you know, uh, Recluse mentions in this too. Uh, he's, he's like, we don't have sufficient evidence to call Patrick a bircher, like an actual like card carrying member mm-hmm. of JBS, but like he definitely did business with John Birch Society. For a yeah, John, John Birch Society. He definitely did business with those people. So, Is this a whole again, rabbit hole that we should go down at some point. Oh, but- yeah. We should, uh, we should, we one hundred percent should, because they like they were, were very important in the in the formation of the uh, American conservative, uh, the modern just world in general, just the modern world in general, yeah, honestly, or or modern the modern American policy yeah. essentially. Um, but yeah, so like I again, the when when we're talking about I, I, all of this is to say, when we're talking about marrying far the far right and personal development ideas, usually. People think of fucking self-help as this kind of foofy, like kind of liberal, like, you know, lovey-dovey, 
um, you know, looking yourself in the mirror and saying, I am beautiful, I am confident, whatever, you know. Um, There are parts of it that come from a really fucking weird place. So there's not, my whole point in saying all of this is that there's not, there's there's precedent for a far-right movement infiltrating personal development and vice versa. It doesn't come from nowhere. And I think it's also- It doesn't come from nowhere. It doesn't come from nowhere. But I think the, the, and this is maybe where we lead into how this gets into QAnon. I think the reason why some people who are watching QAnon became very concerned when they started to see the, the self-help and the personal development kind of world start to embrace QAnon is because up until that point, QAnon had been mostly men on the internet. And as soon as you start to add self-help things to it, you are opening it up to a female audience in a way. Like once you get, you know, those Instagram posts going, once you, once you have people at yoga class talking about it, that's bringing in a female audience to it because a lot of times that's like, we, we, code, we code self-help as kind of feminine or female, which is like a whole nother mess that, you know, to untangle. But it's, um, I think that because people have this assumption that it's like this soft thing and it's, it's approachable and it's not dangerous, like that is a, that's a door for a whole nother audience to come into QAnon and to yeah. come into these far right conspiracies that were that were beforehand just like oh I don't know about that that's weird I don't want to go to that. I don't know what a 4chan is right well and yeah now, and yeah and just yeah. and just open to like you know um, vulnerable to behavior modification and thought reform programs in general I, I would say and yeah. not not ideal ideologies aside you know. Um, yeah. I mean, like we forget that we forget that people's temple were socialists, like, and they were just yeah. fucking, yeah. Like, yeah, so it's just, it doesn't, it doesn't matter. Like, it's like, it's more about like the behavior modification aspects of it, but yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, but yeah, yeah. So, um, where do we make the, where does this connect up with Q? Because up until like, that, that's where I'm kind of saying is like up, for a while, Q was like this kind of fringe thing on the internet that like, uh, you know, you would have to get on 4chan and find the proofs that Q was putting up and uh, know how to the drops, right? Drops yeah. and the yeah. and then get on Twitter and maybe and like message with other people about it. And there, there's like you know some web form forums and that kind of thing. But the it, it started to morph from being just a purely online kind of fringe part of the Trump movement. To being kind of the entire MAGA base. I think it, if it is not already the whole MAGA base, it is quickly becoming that. And I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Again, I think I've mentioned in the, on the, on, they may have mentioned on the pod before, but like I'm, I was starting to get like my mom would send me, like, like would send me, like, oh, they're putting chips in the vaccines because the janitor fucking mm-hmm. said so. And I'm like, well, um, you know, and again, it, that was actually kind of a really good thing for me to be able to be like, hey, listen, I've been, I've been, I've had my head in this kind of world for a long time, longer than you know. Let me give you some pointers here. First of all, like Facebook blows. Secondly, like, <laughs> secondly, if somebody's trying to sell you something, run. Third, like if, you know, if, if, if somebody is pointing to some kind of like vague, like group overarching everything, also run. Whether that's, you know, whether that's, you know, the deep state pedophiles or, you know, the communists or the Jews or the fucking Vatican is a really, yeah. really common one. Yeah, like, whether it's anything like that, avoid it. 
because it's not yeah. that's not how any of this works. Um, I think and no no the like, point is that no one is in control. People are trying so, to and they're failing. Resist the simple narrative if you can, mm. because I think that it's very. If anybody's just like, guess what? It is only the Jews that are bad, and they are the only ones that are causing all the problems in the world. Like. Just think about that for a second. Like, could it, could it <laughs> yeah. really only be this one group of people? Because that's yeah. like that's that's too easy. Like beyond beyond the obvious, like disgusting anti-Semitism. It's just like, no, like that's absurd. To that's absurd. That. Yeah. Uh, I, do you, um, did you see that TikTok where that where that woman was like, she's like, damn, uh, you know. It sucks that we, you know, we get called like fucking lizard people who rule the world and all we get is a hate crime, but I don't get any of that cool lizard people power shit. <laughs> like, I'm like, fuck, I want horns coming out of my head. It looks fucking cool. Like, you know? <laughs> yeah, I, I, I like that people take that shit in stride. But yeah, it's, uh, um, yeah, I, uh, yeah, that, that, that was like kind of a really strange moment for me to be like, oh yeah, like I have family that are vulnerable to this. I have family that yeah. are like, have been spouting some of the earlier talking points pre-Q. Like I, there's yeah. a lot, yeah. And it's just like, as this year in particular has gone on, it's like, oh, okay. So why, you know, they're basically taking the Franklin credit scandal instead of it being like elite Republicans. That was all elite Democrats and Hollywood actors. Yeah. Like, yeah, well, it's really strange. Is, well, and this is the thing I think to where the connection is maybe to be made and how, like, where we kind of go next in this episode is that I think the reason why I would, I, I would ask people to not simply write off QAnon or QAnon believers and say, oh, this is just crazy. Let's like cut these people out of our lives. Or like, oh, this is just crazy. Pay it no mind. The, it's like, what else are you going to do with a world filled with this many contradictions with this much fucked up shit going on? So something mm. that I kind of wanted to talk about is that um, where my galaxy brain goes with a lot of this and where my, my galaxy brain goes with like a lot of conspiracy theory in general is um, I, I'm a big old goth. I'm a big old, uh, like, you know. You don't <laughs> I, say I love God. There's literally, there's literally dead roses hanging, bunches hanging over her bed as she's saying. Like, oh, there's like, oh, there's like fucking ten of them. <laughs> there's like many. There's many. <laughs> um, yeah, no, but I, um, I love a good goth, a good, a good gothic literature, a good classic gothic literature, and the thing about that genre and the horror genre in general, the the way that that is best understood is as a response to the Enlightenment. The Enlightenment basically came along in Europe in the, you know, the 1700s and the 1600s, and people were like, the, the idea of the Enlightenment was we can know everything. Science is going to lead us to this utopian paradise where we will, like, ignorance will be a thing of the past. We can literally eradicate ignorance. We, uh, we will know all of the secrets of nature and nothing will be, there will, we will not know fear anymore because everything will be known to us. We will eradicate disease and, uh, and uh, hatred because we'll, we'll, we'll know everything. And, and that enlightenment, that, that light that shines upon the world through science will be the end of all of the, the messiness of the dark ages and of the middle ages. It's like the, the enlightenment really wanted to kill what it saw as like the dark parts of the middle ages. And when Gothic literature and like the emergent genre of horror literature comes about 
it comes about as a response to that. Because what it's mm -hmm. basically saying is, you can't know everything. The ghosts will remain. The shadows will remain. The past will remain. Yeah, the, the, the church at the that. end of the block will, will, will sit there and decay and nature will take it. And it's just going to stare at you. Until, and it's going like, to stare at yeah. you and remind you of what yeah. you are going to become someday. And, there, yeah. and people are going to keep seeing things that by definition, you cannot explain. Not as a bug, but as a feature. That is yeah. just going to occur forever because that, mm -hmm. that, is the, that is the dark side of reality. It's like there is always going to be that thing, that, that horror that we must stare at, that cosmic Lovecraftian horror that we must stare at and say, I don't know. I literally cannot comprehend this, right? And I think mm -hmm. that that is the thing to kind of, that's the, that's the like real zoom out on conspiracy theory is okay. we're living in an age, um, we're living in an age In a society where, even. Yeah, we're living. Oh, it. I think we're living in a goddamn society. Um, uh, it just reminds me of that one community bit. So, uh, Abin, what's up? Uh, what's, what's up? up uh, politics. <laughs> what's up? Um, politics. But there's that line from the beginning of problematic fave H.P. Lovecraft's *The Call of Cthulhu*, where he says, "You know, that one day the piecing together of disparate knowledge will open such such vast vistas of reality." And our terrifying place therein, but we either you will either go mad from the knowledge or run from it from from it to the peace and safety, to the of, a safety of a new dark age. Yep. And um, I also used to be able to quote that. <laughs> this, this, that's QAnon. We're running from it. Yeah. The yeah. Peace and safety of a new dark age, and it's yeah. not fun. I don't like it because I don't like where it. I don't like the places where these people take it. Mm -hmm. But you can't. That is just going to happen when you like when Jeffrey Epstein just turns up dead in his cell one day, when all of these documents from the government are released year after year that expose things like COINTELPRO and, and things like that, yeah. when, when ExxonMobil knew about climate change for decades and tried to cover it up, like when, and we know about this stuff now. Mm. And for eventually someone, it's too much to just say, wow, the world is truly run by monsters and there's no one coming to save us. That's terrifying. And it's, I, I think that that's where I truly break from QAnon more than almost anything. I mean, there's a lot of ways I, ways I break with QAnon, but where I really, like, <laughs> yeah, I, I, lost my mind, I lost my mind to the Jeffrey Epstein, like, world over the past year. She and really I think did. The, the it was, thing, yeah. It's bad, yeah. man. It's, it's <laughs> she, she had a bulletin board for a while. I it was just like, it was just, oh, yeah, she has like a fucking Pepe Silvia <laughs> style, like Jeffrey Epstein bulletin board in her fucking living room. It's pretty but, funny. But again, I think the reason I had to put it down is because you look at it and you're like, the piecing together of disparate knowledge like it is well yeah it's it's the nietzsche thing right you stare to the abyss for long enough a gaze is also to you like it yes. like that 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 sounds like fucking bumper sticker wisdom to us at this point because we're so fucking it's good because the internet really was oversaturated yeah. with a lot of that shit but like that's i i think that's one of the you know fundamental truths of the universe really. <laughs> like it really is like uh you know you and it's it's not even like it's not even the whole Lovecraftian bit of there's always going to be this thing that we can't comprehend and that's terrifying. It's more of just like, it's more of just like, it's kind of like that, that stupid pop psych thing of, you know, that the six people you spend your most time around are the people you become the most like. Well, yeah, if you fucking hang out, and, I mean, why do you think, why do you think conspiracy researchers and whistleblowers and those kinds of people, like, they, they're not, they're not 
mentally healthy. No shit. Like they spend all their whole day looking at terrible things. It's like that fa- the Facebook content managers who had to like oh, yeah. look at like abuse for like day in day out for yeah. five days a week. Yeah, like no shit. Most of them fucking lost their minds. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, so I- yeah. So like where? Yeah. Um, I, I realize I led us into a weird place. You kind of you 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 threw your fucking you know brand of gothic horror crunchy peanut butter on top of it, and I'm I can't like, help it. And, uh, <laughs> well, and, and you did, but like, but like, where do those two things collide in this in this weird? fucking in this weird fucking co-opting of the yoga bourgeoisie by this like far-right movement so like where those where do those things kind of like sandwich together with all of the stuff that we're doing so there's a thing to keep in mind and not just talking about gothic literature but talking about media criticism there's a school this is like the only time where my communications degree like actually comes in useful but there there's a school of thought called the frankfurt school of media uh, understanding and it's that there is, uh, it was started by these two um, German-Jewish refugees who escaped Germany uh, before the Holocaust, and they came to the United States, and they basically spent the rest of their, their careers trying to understand how Hitler could have risen to power, like how the Nazis could have happened. And mm-hmm. they, they basically blamed a lot of it on the mass media, because their, their whole thing was they, they didn't understand how Hitler could be a thing in a post-Enlightenment world. They were like, the Enlightenment should have taken care of somebody like Adolf Hitler. Why did he happen? Why did the Nazis happen? And they, they blamed it on the mass media at the time and the new media, which I think is like a fair thing to do. But I think the other part of that is that the Enlightenment was wrong. And that's mm. a much bigger head fuck. And I think that that's where we as like occultists who actually do believe in the egregore of QAnon and the idea that there are like layers to reality and spirit it, it is in a, an inspirited world that we live well, in. well yeah yeah that everything is alive right yeah. including including the things that we think with you know um, yeah right yeah i think that that's where i mean it's hard to put that into a into a frame of thought like the frankfurt school right so i have some sympathy there but i i see like owen sent me this great video by the financial times about like the how QAnon is like a game that people started playing it online and it eventually started to play them and mm. they were using the term like game but i think the the term is an egregore or a golem almost you know well well they well because the, this this has been coming out recently and i actually like i have a couple acquaintances who have a background in like narrative game design or per, in pervasive theater and, and like kind of like uh site-specific alternate reality game stuff and uh and i i've actually been fascinated with them since um, I was a big Nine Inch Nails fan when I was in high school. <laughs> Surprising nobody. Um, but uh, there's, they, they did a record called Year Zero where they had an, uh, an, an alternate reality game based in like this uh, kind of like the Bush years taken to their like logical and exaggerated conclusions where it's like this theocracy, like this the- theocratic dystopia. And uh, and you could go to like these different websites and hear snippets of things. And uh, yeah, it was actually, it was, it was, and it was fucking really cool. It was called uh, Artist Resistance, I believe the okay. album was called. And uh, so I was always kind of fascinated with how you could do that, with how you could just like like tell a story across media like that. And um, so when people started to start to talk about he was an arg, like a light bulb went off in my head. I'm like, oh, like somebody took this because there are, and maybe it's something we'll go into in another podcast, but there are a lot of like signs that, you know, Q was a fucking like Pied Piper op, essentially. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, so and, yeah, 100% was, I believe, 
So. Oh, see, I think the opposite. I think Pizzagate was something that people fucking just like came up with out of nowhere, and then fucking Q came in and fucking took advantage of that. They they saw they saw an in and they took it. The but um, I say yeah. Pizzagate. This is such an aside. I, the reason I think Pizzagate is sketchy is because the big Pizzagate documentary that got made uh, was funded by Alan Dershowitz. Oh yeah. Okay. So, Fair enough. Like, Fair enough. Yeah. You, yeah. You, you got me there. Uh, but, but uh, you know, come on. Yeah, right. Yeah. Come on. So, yeah. So um, yeah. But the, uh, I, I, where, where was I going with that? Uh, I was talking about. Well, then it's, oh. then it's a Pied Piper campaign. Oh yeah. 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 It's like, yeah, it's like a Pied Piper thing. I, I 100% think that, that, uh, that people are fucking having a, certain people are having a say in how this is going. Let's put it that way. I don't think like somebody at the NSA is Q or whatever. I actually don't think that's the case at all. But I definitely think that people are kind of like consulting, shall we say. That's exactly how this kind of show works. This is another rabbit yeah. hole to go down. But for yeah. a while, it was very easy for people to pretend to be Q because uh, yes. like basically the password for Q's unique uh, like code on 4chan got leaked. And so for a and, while, and, people... and that password, hold on, that password was Matlock. And it didn't happen. It didn't happen once. It happened twice, and the password was also fucking Metlock, which is just delightful. That was fantastic. Like insane, literally insane. Like you will go crazy. You will go crazy if you stare at this too long. But there, but like, yeah. So there were many people that were just pretending to be cute and posting things for a while. So it's actually very difficult to to ascertain which are like the real quote unquote q proofs and which are the fake ones but that's the makings of a psyop right right like that's mm -hmm. sowing sowing confusion as a feature as a as a way to so to like control a population is spy tech 101 yeah yeah um, that's that's like it's what they call fourth generation warfare um yeah, yeah. But I, I think like so to connect it to kind of pull it back and like connect it further to like uh the kind of People that maybe listeners of this podcast have are maybe their friends or their family members who have gone more into Q stuff recently. People who are kind of spiritual, who do yoga, who meditate, who are into crystals, who have, have gone into QAnon. I think it's because a lot of times, I mean, this is my take on it. I think mm -hmm. that the how we're saying that the the trust has been fundamentally broken between the population and the government, and like whether that trust should have ever existed, whatever. But like. It, you know, that trust has been broken so severely and so deeply that I don't know if we'll ever get put back together. And I don't think un, unjustifiably, like we have been lied to by corporations and by the state and like we have been harmed. It, like our planet has been mm -hmm. harmed by these entities, mm -hmm. like, irre, like irreversibly harmed by the, we've been brought to basically extinction by these companies. So it's like, I understand I am distrustful of them as well. But mm -hmm. I and I think people get into uh, the new age, into magic, into uh, yoga, into alternative health, into crystals, because they have been failed by these institutions, because they were yeah. given a medicine that made them addicted to something, or because they were, uh, you know, assaulted, or because they were, yeah. they were just told lies. They were just, they were, they yeah. were sold, and they were it, sold it, a thing it, that they didn't need at one point. And then yeah, it's, it's, it's the same thing people, the same reason people get into conspiracy culture, because genuinely weird shit happens to them, yeah. you know? Um, yeah, so uh, the, uh, uh, when it comes to, like, from what I understand how Q infiltrated the yoga people, um, 
was it was it the yoga people the, the, the yoga well, the, 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 you know the yoga people i have a lot the of yoga, yoga people, people in my life they're yoga people it's I okay i do yoga like, we, but we understand what we're talking about yeah yeah, yeah. but uh, the oh, okay owen well what if i go what if come, no, come no. my yoga mat yeah, come from my yoga mat no i i, I haven't done yoga in fucking so long it's, it's embarrassing and like literally, literally that's like my uncle's job and i haven't done ah, fucking shit uh, i like it and, it makes me stretchy yeah no I, I know i need to also become more stretchy i'm just like i i'm just i'm i'm irish i'm very pale i'm a very very wooden uh kind of kind of person and yeah i'm wearing i'm wearing a t-shirt with a skull on it like yeah i i, I don't i don't look like the average yoga person anyway but the um the uh from what i understood about the whole like q fucking like uh alternative health thing i understood that it was it wasn't just an anti-vax thing it was also like this uh misinterpretation of the save the children hashtag as like an yeah. anti-human trafficking thing yeah i don't i actually don't know that much about that i know you you sent me oh. that, that that article um that i didn't really i didn't get time to yeah i, I kind of skimmed it but like so is that what happened or is, is there more of the story than that this, I mean, it's the the Save the Children thing definitely is like a big way that a lot of this this came in. Like there was a yoga protest for Save the Children, and there was a there. Uh, there's been a lot of like um, sage and stuff being burned at Save the Children rallies. Especially yeah, cool. Go, go, go see shade, sage. Yeah. So yeah, yum yum yum. More please. Oh god. Yeah. All right. So it's very uh, very much <laughs> that. There's yeah. a lot of that going on. That flavor of a. Of white person going on around that, 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 that particular that particular, that particular yeah. flavor of vanilla but um yeah uh but the, the save the children thing it's very it's to me a very concerning hashtag and a very concerning uh, trend because it it obscures the very real things that are happening that's why i feel like it is kind of they're they're yeah. really off vibes yeah. But, I, but what I don't like is like you will have what muddies the waters is that you'll have real Epstein victims like Virginia Jeffrey using the save the children hashtag and having it very much be like a moms we need to come together and save our girls like save the children and it's you know you don't want to discount it because that this person definitely was abused or allegedly yeah. allegedly whatever and and uh you know, I believe her, and I believe you know the victims of Jeffrey Epstein. Like uh, and I and I, but that's the thing. Like that should be the thing that we're poking at over here, not yeah. this other shit over here. Not like the deep state and and not Trump, right? Like, right. Just, uh, yeah. Hillary Clinton yeah. solely, right? Like it's right. Uh, it's. Yeah, and, it, and it's it's the best. I mean, though, and people were like, "I can't believe," you know, fucking like well, you know, Jake, 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 Jake Tapper and the ilk were like, "I can't believe he's like not winking and nodding at this like conspiracy movement." I'm like, "It's the best air cover for him, motherfucker." Yeah. He was on the flight logs, like yeah. he was literally like he was literally that. What do you mean to be like? Oh, well, you know, Trump. You know, he 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 had he had to abuse those kids. He had to take one for the team, and like <laughs> like what. Like what the like, but people are actually <laughs> using like not not in those words, but they're like using that logic to be like, well, he was infiltrating, so we had to do like like any yeah. undercover officer, and I know a couple. Or my, my 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 cousin's undercover officer. He he, he had to do a lot of math and, and like so much like, cocaine. He had to do so much cocaine. 
Um, uh, but yeah. Uh, yeah, but like people fucking use that logic, and it's like, well, dude, it's a clearly like, come on. Yeah, it's also just um, it makes me mad and it makes me upset because there is real child trafficking and there is real like sexual abuse that is going on, and like it's it again, it'll break your fucking brain when you when you start to do research into it. Yeah, like, yeah. Like, if, if if you don't want to sleep tonight, Google the Franklin like, credit, credit scandal. Oh God! Yeah, the Franklin I, Credit uh, Union will fuck your life. That up. fucked me up for like two weeks. That it, was it oof. gives you nightmares to think about it. It's awful. Oh yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's horrible. Like, and you think, and it's just, it just is there. Like, we just know about it. It's so scary. And yeah, like those are real things that happened. And the Save the Children hashtag and the and that movement is diverting funding and it's and it's muddying the waters because you have people calling like Child Protective Services on. Like their neighbor on on just innocent people on just because yeah, they have like a Biden sign in their yard or some shit, yeah. you know, like so, or or whatever, or like a BLM or whatever. Yeah, like it's so, fucking weird. So it's um, it's very dangerous, and it uh, I think that there's a there's a bigger thing to that uh, to get into on a different episode about like how that relates to, you know, that that will I think that that will be used to further encroach upon net neutrality and free speech going yes. forward. Yeah, Kamala yeah. Harris yeah that, that, that was... gave the keys to that kingdom away when she was, you know. Yeah, I, and, and, and it's, it's fucking really, like, that. that's the one that I have a lot of trouble, like, talking to, like, like Libs about. Yeah. Is, is, is like, look, look, just because you don't like the people that are getting put away doesn't, or just because they're fucking goofy or whatever, doesn't mean they're not going to turn around and do the same to, same to you if it serves them. Like, that's like, yeah. it, like that, that is the basis of it. And it's just like, and it's fucked because it's, that's like civics 101. Mm-hmm. And I just don't understand how like these like college educated white people that live around me, like don't fucking rock that. Like it's I... bizarre. I uh, I had a moment when Trump uh, when Trump lost the election that I was sitting I, I was like look I'm an extrovert I wanted to see friends that day anyway so I was like fuck it let's go to the park with some friends I want to be outside and like I want to see people happy God damn it I want to see other people happy just once this year so I went to the park and hung out with people and like I had a good day but I also felt really fucking alienated and lonely basically the whole day because everyone was so happy and so excited and i'm not going to be that that leftist who's like a scold and be like don't do that like don't be yeah, d- don't don't celebrate yeah also, no. the next day i was by the next 24 hours later i was like back on my bullshit but i was like okay yeah. it's been a tough year fucking put up you know shoot your fireworks whatever it's 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 fine yeah, yeah. walks do, do your little yeah, walk yeah. great but there's <laughs> i um i was watching it and i was just like they're happy like people are happy and i can't be happy about this because i know that really bad people are going to be put in charge and things are not necessarily going to get better on most fronts and like that is just the darkness the things that i have seen the things i know about the the have you ever just thought about that like literally, I saw <laughs> have like, you ever have you ever had a, had a dream where you where you where you where you could you know you could you go you could do do whatever do whatever you want. Um, yeah, I like I don't know. I had that moment where I I I was I was thinking about that scene from The Matrix where Cipher is meeting with Agent Smith, and it's like I know that this steak is just a bunch of you know codes that The Matrix is telling me, 
but ignorance is bliss and like i just want to get plugged back in telling my brain that it is juicy and delicious i was was sitting there in the park like i wanted to get plugged back in (laughs) i want to be (laughs) plugged back in i want to be randy from south park celebrate oh come on yeah like yeah slip over the cop car yeah there's a definite analysis paralysis that can happen with a lot of this um and i think that that is important to remember that that is part of the point of these things you Uh, the despair is what they want you to feel because they want you to stop caring and to just tune out um and that is why i think when we say the cruelty is the point it's like yeah because then it makes you subservient it makes you just well the powerlessness is the point yeah like 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 the power and and one of the things that uh one of like the weird uh benefits to like being an occultist or you know whatever the fuck you want to call me i don't know like to to being one of those kinds of people a john john constantine cosplayer in a a psychic tv shirt yeah no the um the uh one of the benefits of that is like knowing that you are like a spiritual being and that you are like so much bigger than you actually are that like, you know, whatever, whatever you're seeing and experiencing is like 2% of what the fuck's going on. And the fact that uh, that's being taken away from you by all these, like um, by all this kind of like warped material analysis of stuff is, and the left is guilty of this too, but like, you know, everything that's like taken away by that it's 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 not just like stop caring it's not just about like giving in it's about like you don't you never had the power to do anything about it anyway and the the thing is that you do (laughs) you do and and one of those things is to fucking like turn away from the broader narrative and like create your own little fucking fugitive space and do that shit that's that's my philosophy but like yeah I think yeah. that it's about, um, I wrote a book on this subject, god damn it. She did, I, she did. It's called Revolutionary Witchcraft. Witchcraft available wherever books are sold. Um, no, I think that it's important to remember your thoughts have incredible power. Um, I think we, if we look at QAnon and we look at the, the, the creation of this entity of Q, I think we can see how thoughts have a measured impact, like a measurable impact on reality that they can create a being called Q that is having an impact on our politics right now. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, Q, I, I don't care who the first Q poster was because Q is bigger than that at this point. Yeah, there has been some yeah it's, it's, it's the same thing where, where like, um, like people who are, have a, like a mythicist take on Jesus, like for those of you who don't know, there's like a mythicist and a historicist take on Jesus where like basically historicists think he was a real dude and mythicists are like, no, he was a, like, a, like just a story. Mm-hmm. And the, 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 the key in that is that the, it, the mythicist part where it actually makes Jesus more powerful if you're a cultist because he's like this yeah. actual like overarching story that affects our entire culture even if you don't like align yourself right so that's that's kind of the cue is like a like a you know like one one hundredth of that so know? I just want yeah. I mean today right? I feel like we talked about some dark shit today and I think like we talked <laughs> about some weird shit I think the thing to take away from this is that like your thoughts have power but your thoughts are not the only thing to have power and you're not the only one thinking right now. Get together with other like-minded people and start doing this for good. Like start, start creating these thought forms for positive impact and for positive, mm-hmm. like, no, like creative rather than destructive purposes, loving mm-hmm. rather than hateful or fearful purposes. 
I know that sounds super hippie of me, but like, I think that that is legitimately what we need right now. Like there needs to be an anti-Q egregore created on the internet. And I, to be clear, I do not know what the fuck that looks like. Uh, so do not credit us if you decide to go out and do that. But I just, I'm, I am putting I mean, my I mean, there, there is gritty. The there world. is gritty. I mean, that's there like, gritty. there is gritty, but like, but yeah, but gritty isn't quite what we're talking about. Gritty, gritty is just like right place. Yeah, gritty's like gritty's right place, right time. Yeah, yeah. But people, but I, I, this is me putting my goddamn thought form into the universe. This, there needs to be a, there needs to be a, a counterweight to this that comes. That, that honestly should be what our podcast should be from now on. We should just start doing really fucking weird shit. We're the egregore. <laughs> we are the music makers and we are the dreamers of dreams. I, I love I, Apex Twin, so I <laughs> unabashedly. So you it's know fine. what? I think that's a great note to go out on. Thanks, thanks for sticking with us through a fucking weird ass episode. Thanks for uh, dropping acid with us today. Hope you had a good trip. <laughs> yeah, um, hope 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 you like that. You know, BZ weaponized hallucinogen shit. <laughs> only only the eye. finest. Third eye is wide fucking open now. It's wide wide fucking open. We, we are, are so we are getting down, We are getting downloads from the divine. We're decalcifying <laughs> your chakras. We're decalcifying our nodes. <laughs> All right, uh, I'm Sarah. I'm Owen. See you later, guys. Thanks for stopping by. <laughs>